Hello, friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and it's the 16th day of April. We're in the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Jesus is in a conversation with the Pharisees who are troubled by the fact that the disciples don't wash their hands when they before they eat. That uh, This is not just a statement of being unsanitary. Um, this is a statement in which they are propping up the traditions of the elders which show which are give these rules on certain ways you're supposed to wash your hands and your utensils and everything and that you can't eat if you don't do these things this is a a real pious reading of uh, rabbinical tradition jesus stands against it he opposes their activity because you say you're a people he quotes isaiah you honor me with your lips but your heart's far from me so you're doing all this stuff and you're calling it tradition, but it's actually just keeping you from doing what you should. Jesus really hammers the point home in our passage today. Verse 8, For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, like the washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things you do. So he doesn't consider these washings to be a part of the law. They are leaving the commandment, laying aside the commandment. And that verb for laying aside or leaving is a word that can also be translated cancel uh, or neglect or abandon. So re- read it that way. Um, canceling the commandment of God. You're holding the traditions of men. You, you would rather hold the traditions of men and cancel out the commandment of God. Remember, Jesus is not anti Torah. He's not anti-law. A word, an old word, would be an antinomian, uh, antinomian. Um, he's consumed with the, the longing to do God's will. He fulfills the law. He protects the law. He doesn't come to abolish the law. He told us that in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew five. He even defends it frequently. But, and this is very important, Jesus is not in favor of upholding tradition if it annuls Scripture, if it moves against the heartbeat of the Father. He's also not for upholding tradition as if it is holy if it isn't. They're upholding the washings washings in a certain way, and they're condemning people that don't do those things. This bothers Jesus. Because it makes it appear as if there's a set of physical standards that someone has to keep in order to just do the very basic thing of life like eating. So he takes it to the next level. He says to them, verse 9, All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your traditions or you set aside this commandment. For Moses said, now now watch how Jesus reaches back into the Ten Commandments. So here's Jesus using the law. Moses said, honor your father and mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, and this is an interesting contrast to the Sermon on the Mount, because if you'll recall, in the Sermon on the Mount, multiple times Jesus reads a law and then says, but I say. So it's like, here's what you've heard, but I say. There's better news even than you've heard. He uses them. Here's what Moses says, but here's what you guys say. So he shows that 
disagreeing with the law is not some sort of moral high ground. If if you you need a reimagination of the law, watch the Sermon on the Mount. But if you want to watch how people abuse the traditions of men, they use traditions of men to abuse the law. Here it is. So let me reread it, beginning in verse 10 and reading on down through 13. Moses said, Honor your father and your mother. He who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say... If a man says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is korban, that is, a gift to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or his mother, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you've handed down, and many such things you do. Now, let's work on that interesting phrase, korban, for a moment. The word korban is a Hebrew word. It's also an Aramaic word. It's a word shared in Hebrew and Aramaic. Uh, and Mark even translates it because he knows that Gentile readers aren't going to know Hebrew and Aramaic. He says that is a gift to God. Technically, Corbin is when you designate something as if it has a religious purpose. So they would just make a simple vow, and the vow would be that they are reserving their possessions as a gift to God, and thus those gifts couldn't be used for anything else. So Jesus uses what must have been something that had become very popular. He says, Moses tells you to honor your father and your mother, but you guys keep whatever you were going to or should have used to help support your parents in their old age. You've, you've called that korban. You've said, no, this is money reserved to God. And that allows you to keep from having any kind of responsibility to take care of your family, which makes the word of God no effect because your tradition then is more important than the words. In other words, by declaring Corban, a word that's not even in the Torah for that purpose, you can ignore the law because you've come up with a tradition that allows you to ignore the law and then you've handed that tradition down, which hands down permissions to break the law. And you're mad at my disciples because they don't wash according to this kind of silly tradition. The stuff you hold up as some high thing to do. I think we can turn anything into a excuse, a Corbin. We can say it's one thing and therefore it is not another and ignore the law of God in doing so. And I, I, I leave it to you and the Holy Spirit as to what that might look like in your own life. Now, tomorrow on the podcast, Jesus takes it to the crowd. He turns away from the Pharisees. He speaks directly to the crowd and makes it simple. He gives it a simple principle. And then he has to really break it down even more for his disciples. And we'll talk about the difference in that on tomorrow's podcast. God bless.